Yeah, yeah, check one, two, check one, two. Is this mic on? Is this mic on? Hey, listen, man. It's the one and only trendsetter DJ Sense, and you're listening to Cocktails. Dirty Discussions with Kiki and Medina Monroe. Yeah. Today's cocktail is called Kamola Flow. I was about to sing the rest, but I'm not going to do that to y'all. You need two ounces of tequila, (laughs) one ounce of elderflower rose liqueur, 0.5 ounces of cherry syrup, two ounces of sparkling rosé. And you're going to shake the tequila and elderflower rose liqueur over ice in a shaker, pour Mm. into a coupe glass or champagne flute, and enjoy. (laughs) Add the cherry syrup and top with the sparkling rosé. Cheers. Cheers. This is cute, bitch. This one's good. I like this one. Is it good? Uh-huh. Um, this bitch took one uh international flight too many. <laughs> now she got 51 accent. <laughs> Can't even get through the car. Like, I hit that, that note, though. You, I did that, that from did Selena. That sound good. So oh, I know Anything for Selena. I love Selena. That is a good movie. I might watch it tonight. I might actually watch that tonight, too. I just love how she was able to tap into our spirits and our souls, and we don't know Spanish, and you will sing a Selena song. You still feel it. It's like, what the fuck is she singing? She didn't know neither. Yeah. Remember in the movie? Oh, because she sure didn't. She didn't. She was just like us. So she had, the daddy had to tell her, this is what you're singing about. Oh, okay. Bet. I now got I can it. Sing it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love me some Salinas. Me too. Welcome back to Cocktails Ready Discussions, you guys. Hey, y'all. It has been a minute since we've been in the studio. A minute. Well, this studio. Well, even studio, period. Mm. I miss this studio. This I miss this studio too. Don't y'all be trying to boogie now. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> but it has been a while. So we're going to do an extended catch up today. Yeah. We haven't really talked much. Yeah. We haven't seen each other. Nothing. We've been so, traveling, booked and busy, bitch. Uh, traveling. We got to hear about Morocco. You've been talking about it for a year. Kiki. How was it? And then I want to tell y'all what she did. First of all, what I did? <laughs> okay. First of all, Morocco is such an incredible place. <laughs> I went right down my dress. Lisa didn't get on it. That was God. Look at God. Whatever. If it did, I would have sucked it up. But go ahead. (laughs) So Morocco is, first of all, Africa. How can you go wrong? Well, you can. Because first of all, when you, when I was checking in, when I got, you couldn't check in from the mobile app. You had to, you know, get there, make sure you have your passport and stuff. But when you were going to Africa, specifically on Delta, and I didn't know this because I've never been to Africa before, I, I couldn't check in without the card that purchased the flight. I was oh. out there for work. But so <laughs> is a scam in that damn bag. Kiki, that is literally what they said that at, that Atlanta, well, Atlanta, but Africa, they have so many scams going on that when you are going to Africa on Delta, they <laughs> must you must have the card that was used to purchase the ticket handy. So normally I don't get to the flights early. I got here early because it's international. I had to wait for uh, the people, the rest, that, of the, team. Mm-hmm, the rest of the team to come. And I was like. Are you serious? They were like, yeah, it's too much scamming going on. I was like, scamming? Anyways, when I finally got to Morocco, Morocco is a beautiful place. I suggest if you are thinking about going to Morocco or if you just don't have a destination in mind to go to and you want to just go somewhere different and you want it to be an amazing, life-changing trip, go to Morocco. There are so many things to do. And the cuisine specifically in Morocco is crazy. I brought you your spices. Oh, thank you. Uh, so it's like a little like pack of like different spices mixed together okay everything is fucking phenomenal i got you they have labels 
They yeah. don't. Ooh. Do they? Okay, do they? Yes, Harissa. Oh. I'm about to make Harissa chicken. <laughs> I got you some saffron also. <gasps> Bitch, it's expensive. How much was this over there? $20. This is good. Y'all, next time you're at the grocery store, I don't know how well you can see, or if you're not watching, I don't know why you don't want to watch and you just want to listen to us because we be Watch cute. the fucking YouTube. But this is a lot. This is, I don't know how much it is, but it's a lot. When you go to the grocery store here in America, it's going to be like $20 for like three strands max for this. Wow. So the fact that you got this, yeah, and I was about to buy something the other day. I'm so glad that I didn't. And just random, you know, I'm full of random facts. I always <laughs> I learned about how expensive saffron was from watching supermarket sweeps. Mm-hmm. Did you ever watch that show where they no. run through the grocery store like as a kid? No, bitch. You run through the grocery store and you get all this stuff and you want to get as much food and stuff as possible, but you have to be strategic because the dollar amount, you take that home. So one day somebody went and they took all the saffron and it takes up a little bit of space, Mm -hmm. but they knew that that's the most expensive spice. And does it have a smell? Because I haven't opened it. Does saffron have a smell? Mm -hmm. It doesn't smell good, but you need it for paella. It doesn't smell bad. Actually, it's just like water. It's like like an earthy smell to me. I mean, it don't smell like nothing, but it does add some good flavor. I'm very excited about this. Thank you. You're welcome. What else is in here? This is a Moroccan curry, but she said use it. The lady was like, use it on fish. And she said it's not like curry, like Jamaican or like Thai or anything or Mm -hmm. Indian curry. It's not like that. It's It's I don't know why I looked at you, said, but like I just... stuff your mama got it's something else yeah she said it's like you should use it on fish 35 spices Ooh, y'all know i have been so into the international stuff and learning about new food stuff i've never heard of 35 spice i've heard of chinese five spice this one is like bitch five we i got was 35 when i was in the spice market and it literally looked like a piece of aladdin i said kiera would go crazy i would be so happy that is on my bucket list i have to go there it was specifically for that yep it was it you will love it it's definitely the food out the tagine tagine whatever it's called i ordered one i got i brought one back it was crazy because like i meant to buy a tagine when we had a a day in the souks the markets everything in marrakesh and in morocco is everything's called the medina and it was so funny because there was this ongoing joke while we were there, I was like, you the real city girl. It's like, <laughs> like Medina means city over there. And it's crazy because uh-huh. my sister's name is Mecca. Uh-huh. Mecca and Medina are twin cities in yeah. um, Arabia. And Mecca is the holy city. Mecca is the place that every Muslim has to travel to if you are real, if you really, Mecca. it's the Mecca of the, the Muslim world. And Medina was kind of just always in the shadows. But in Morocco, that's not the case. Medina is that bitch. And I was in there like, what's up? I was like, my name is Medina. People would be like, Medina, Medina. <laughs> Another crazy thing about Morocco is a a lot of people don't some people speak English, but a lot of people don't. Their main language is like French and um, Arabic. And then there are people called the Berber people and they have mm-hmm. a language. I forget what it's called, but they would be like America, America. Some people would just walk up to you and be like Obama. And we were like, what? Like <laughs> when you were out in like the the with the locals. But then some people would be like, where are you from? We'd be trying to explain that we're from Atlanta, Georgia in the States. And they didn't know. But what we caught on to very quickly is there's two niggas that people know in Morocco. It's French Montana. Morocco. Morocco. <laughs> it's French Montana. And when you say we, they love French Montana. I didn't know French Montana was Moroccan. I did. Didn't know it. Yeah. Um, and but then they know future. We of would course be like, they know future. We would be like, do y'all know future? They were like, future! We were like, we're from where he's from. We know him. <laughs> <laughs> it was so, it was hilarious. We'd be like, okay, do y'all know future? Everyone, if, even if they couldn't speak a lick of English, they're like, future? We were like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Morocco was a life-changing experience. I had the time of my life. Like I said, the food was good. The massages, the amount of massages that I got while I was in Morocco, 
I I learned a new term from my friend Cassandra, and she calls it soft living. Oh, I've heard about that. And I love it. Like, stuff should not be stressing you out. I get that life happens, but when you get to a point in life where you can have some type of softness in your life, do it. I love massages. And so a lot of times when I travel out of the country, I want to see what their massages are like. like, uh, It's been really hard to top Thailand because them little women just get into your body. I had a massage. (laughs) Little women. (laughs) They they be on you like a spider. It's toes is in in the back of your kneecaps and their hands are in your shoulder. It's just amazing. You don't know what they're doing. Um... When I was in Morocco, we spent a night in the desert and we didn't have any electricity and we had no reception. I didn't know it was going to be like that, but it was like that. And I got a massage out there. People went ATV riding and I had been like, this was a very fun trip, but it was also work. It was a lot of socializing. Mm-hmm. Uh, shout out to the listeners that came that heard the ad on cocktails because 90% of the retreat was through cocktails. Mm. Uh, shout out to them. Everybody was amazing. Um but I got a massage when everybody had left the desert and went to go ATV ride. And I was like, I'm staying. I'm going to relax and get a massage before we do this camel riding. I don't know if you ever rode a camel. It is very oh, painful. And they be growling. I did not. I they never growl. rode it. I don't need to ride another camel. They growl. I knew that they would spit at you. And I'm like, bitch, don't spit at me. None of them spit. But they will. They they are a little. One of them tried to shake one of the girls off. Not tried. He shook her off. And we were <laughs> like, oh, wow. This is scary. But yeah. Got a massage in the middle of the desert and bitch, she rubbed my titties. And at first I thought I was about to, I was like, is this okay? Like, is this? Am I going to go to jail? I asked everybody, like, did she rub your titties? They're like, yeah, she rubbed her titties. She like got in your titty muscle tissue, if that's the thing. She got in it. And then she, she got in my braids and like she knew what it was like. You know when your braids itch? She got in between each part of braid as if she knew what it was like to have braids. Maybe she had them before. I don't think she did. I think she just oh. knew how to touch somebody mm. she massaged my feet so well that I, like i i feel like i was gonna have an orgasm kira mm. she cupped my ears i've never How'd had she a do it? she cupped do it, it like this name. and she was like Uh-oh. and then she <laughs> and then she stopped for a minute and she just like started circle it was so, bitch it I didn't want, when I was just sleep. She let me sleep afterwards. She was like, you, you struggling in America. You having some stress. She just let me sleep. We felt like they were saying spells over us at one. It was me and three other girls in there. They may have. She got in my booty. It was just in weird. In your booty? <laughs> like in the crack or on the outside part? Oh, like outside and crack. It, there was nothing off limits. And I loved it because you need some of those untouched body parts to be touched. And my soul was touched that day. And I love Morocco forever. For that and 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 also you know the theme of there's always a theme of paradise and vibe this mm-hmm. this uh, this trip's theme was self-esteem so i don't know if you remember we had corey leon the therapist during uh quarantine mm-hmm. they actually she was the guest speaker she did oh. two workshops and the theme was self-esteem and it was just incredible everybody always becomes closer when they do these uh workshops and people come you don't have to come to the workshops but coming to them is, is beneficial you learn something and about it's yourself. part of the trip and it's part of the trip you pay for it mm-hmm. <laughs> bitch come the beaches were amazing. I went horseback. You know, I love horseback riding mm-hmm. and I love horseback riding in other countries because they don't challenge you on what your experience level is. They're just like, you know how to ride? You're like, yeah, even if you don't. They're like, okay, you don't need a guide. Go ahead. I was like, can I run? In America, they don't do that. They're like, no, you need to do some you lessons here. For, yeah, you're not going to come back and sue us. But in Morocco, the nigga was like, you, oh, you want to run? I was like, I want to run. I was terrified because it, it seemed like they just caught a wild horse off of the street and put a saddle on it. Yeah, and I, but I did it and it was amazing. I love horses. I love animals. The food, again, I cannot 
the food was so fucking good. I thought I was going to turn into a lamb chop. I thought I had good lamb chops in Atlanta. No. The lamb, I had every They'd part. they probably be massaging that oh lamb like god. that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like Wagyu beef, but it's lamb. Wagyu lamb. Mm. I, I, had, I think I had every part of a lamb in Morocco. I really Morocco. like the shank. And they don't have that at a lot of, like... American places, but when you go to, I've been to a, an Indian restaurant mm-hmm. and a Moroccan restaurant, and I tore the fuck up out of that shank. Okay, ooh, it was so tender and flavorful. The couscous, and I love couscous. I have couscous here. My dad makes couscous. I buy the box couscous. I love mm-hmm. couscous. The couscous in Morocco was so like it was. You could just tell that it's. When things are of a of a place, you can you tell the difference. Like it's like the couscous I have in America, it didn't taste anything like the couscous. It was so soft. Like it wasn't as comparable to rice. Here you're like it's kind of like rice. There it was like it was so fluffy. It was like heaven. I'm tasting it now. <laughs> the sauces, the spices, the everything was so incredible. Like mm-hmm. I just literally was like every day I was like, oh my gosh, it's beautiful. The architecture. I was like, I can't believe this is a real place. That's how I felt. And I asked a guy while I was there, I was like, you know, a lot of the times like when people are coming to a new place, you look at it like, do y'all think this is this beautiful or do you, are you like America, would you come to America and see these tall ass, ugly ass buildings and be like, this is beautiful? Or do you know that this looks like a something out of the a Disney story? And the guy was like, no, we know. It always goes back to Disney. <laughs> she thought she was jazzed. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I, I was like, I, and that's another thing. The Moroccan men, bitch, they, and there's a lot of men, uh, French people there, they love black women. And I'm talking about brown black women, not yellow black women. Like the black the shade, <laughs> like bitch, not you, me. And it was like a, it was like a, like the brown girls felt like how how the light skinned girls feel in America. And I know I shouldn't say that, but y'all know what the fuck I mean. It felt like they were just like in awe of the. It was crazy. I was like, I I, I almost went on a date with a dude, but I also thought I was gonna get kidnapped, so I didn't go. But it was there was so much love shown. I I. I I am flabbergasted. We went to a brunch one day to this place called, uh, um, I'll look it up, but it, the guy was like, go to this brunch. You're going to have to walk through the Souks Market, but I'm going to give you, the, the taxi can't take you all the way there. He's going to drop you off at the corner. You have to walk. Even if you get lost, don't look like you're lost because it could get, you, you are. You'll get guy. Yeah, you'll get guy. And just, we did get lost and we ended up finding it though. And it was a rooftop. I don't think we could handle brunch there it's too fucking hot we sat on the roof and bitch i was about to die it is hot as fuck in morocco uh, i actually did have one day where i had heat exhaustion and i had to leave and bitch i thought i was gonna die it was really hot it's not you know sometimes we like today you're like i didn't eat all day i was doing that shit in morocco i did it one time in morocco i was like never again i didn't eat in a while i did eat today uh, <laughs> oh. i hadn't had my dinner yet oh. to be oh, clear okay. well, i hadn't eaten <laughs> and i really wasn't like fully hydrated and i had to mm. leave but um, we t- we we hiked the Atlas Mountains. Um, I, uh, I I kite surfed. I it was amazing. Uh, in December we're going to South Africa. If you want to come, go to parasonvibe.com, Book the trip. I highly suggest coming. It's it's a great solo trip. Bring a bay. There was some niggas there this time, bitch. I was like, mm-hmm. what y'all trying to do tonight? We went to some clubs. I didn't know that they compare Marrakesh to Vegas because again, Morocco is a place that not a lot of people are going to. So I also want to say to some of the bitches that are trying to get flued out, and when your nigga that got money hits you up, like where you want to go, and you're scared because you actually don't know where you want to go, just be like Morocco. It's a different place. A lot of people aren't traveling to Morocco, and if you are, like. 
congrats because it is a life-changing trip whether you go on a retreat or you go by yourself you learn a lot just about history you learn a lot about the culture they have so much to offer each day is different you will not be bored i fucking love morocco i can't wait to go again it's romantic as fuck well i'll tell you what if you go again you need to send somebody your itinerary let me tell y'all what the fuck this girl did So, you know, I watch Instagram stories. I watch everybody's stories. I'm watching. I'm here in America living a regular, regular life. Um, Medina has traveled across the world and the seven seas, and she is on a work vacation trip retreat. Okay, so I'm watching the stories, trying to see. I've never been to Morocco, so I'm trying to live vicariously through her. So I knew that she made it there safe. And then we're texting about cocktail stuff. You know, we got these live shows. We got other stuff going on. We're just trying to still handle this business, even though she's gone. One day, I get up and I was like, huh, Medina never texted me back yesterday. That's unlike her. Let me check her Instagram story. You know how we do, like niggas. Um, Nothing has been posted. I'm trying to calculate hours. And like 17 hours ago, hmm, let me check the hashtags. I'm checking hashtags. Nobody's posting. Nobody from Paradise and Vibe. You and Mecca are. So then I text her. I was like, hey, girl, you okay? Because there was like a private text between us. And then we had a group text with this other company we were doing some work with. Nothing emails nothing and I was like that's very unlike her to not respond to anything like I know you're on vacation I was trying not to bug her she was still working even though it was like a retreat type of trip so it's like we can keep things limited and I don't know what kind of plan you got and I ain't trying to run nobody bill up okay oh bitch I got T-Mobile and no matter what T-Mobile can never fuck up with me because I love that little plan they got where anywhere you go it's, it's, it's you got all the same and, yep okay well see I didn't know and I didn't want to be fucking up no data or nothing <laughs> well the night hits. I'm doing stuff all day. Then I was like, hold up. I, she never texts me back. That was this morning. I said, you know what? Hate to do this, but I got to contact the family. Mecca. I was looking for her number. That's but my I had sister, multiple, if y'all, don't, y'all know. I had multiple numbers. And I was like, how many Meccas do I know? I think I only know three Meccas. You know oh, three Meccas? Yeah. So I was like, fuck it. Instagram. So I go send her a message. Because we be on there talking sometimes about organization and... Um, other things that you can pot. buy on Amazon. Y'all are weird. Yeah, pots. And <laughs> she sent me this cereal thing. I don't really eat cereal, but I send it to somebody else who does. And wow. Yeah, it's cute. Anyway, so it's like, hey, um, I know Medina's in Morocco working, but I haven't heard from her all day, and it's just weird, so I'm just checking her to make sure she's okay. Have you talked to her? She's like, hmm, I haven't either. She was like, do you know anybody else there? I said, no. So honestly, They have a whole true crimes investigation going on. I said, well, um, I don't want to call the embassy just yet. Let me get my people. So I, I don't want to call the embassy just yet. People get taken. And you hadn't said anything to your mama, <laughs> your sister, or me. All fucking day. Another night has... I don't know what time it is over there. People get snatched up. I watched all the shows. My mama was telling me they be fleecing Americans in Morocco. I was like, oh, Lord. What's Medina. fleecing? Um, I forget exactly, but I think it's like... Turning you try- into a sweater? Not actual fleece. It's oh, like okay. A, I was like, what? Like, um, they'll be basically robbing you. And, and, well, and 
we had. She she told yeah. me about a little incident, so then I was extra worried. I was like, they done found out where they went, and they coming for revenge. And I was like, I know they over there listening to Future, because I saw your story, and you were talking about they love Future, and you put Future in your story. So I was like, oh, Lord, they listen to fucking Future. They want to be goons. They said, fuck <laughs> You know, my religion, fuck <laughs> what Morocco says we supposed to do. We right now, we goons tonight. So I was like, oh, Lord. So she's like, yeah, my mom is calling. And she's like, no, Carrie, you need to call her phone. Tell me if you hear this message. And I was like, what the fuck kind of message is this? Y'all, they started speaking Spanish. They don't speak Spanish over there. They speak French. I knew that. So it's like, you have reached the messaging center. Press one. Um, and then it starts speaking Spanish. And I was like, press one for what? So I was like, uh-uh. Thomas, I said, you guys, I think Medina may have been kidnapped. She is missing. <laughs> you guys, when I got back, I didn't... We kept going. I told my, another group chat. So everybody is looking for people's pages. They was like, well, I'm just going to press follow because they don't know who I am. But most people with private pages really ain't trying to be private. So they accept requests. We couldn't find shit. We're like, well, we, we figured out um, this must be the new hotel. So then we were trying to figure out what hotel it was. So we were acting like the crazy people. It's like, okay, this is what the pool area looks like. Is it really a hotel or is it just a villa? We were investigating. I fell asleep investigating. I said, listen, Mecca, if we don't hear from her by the morning time, we need to do something. I have compiled all the evidence I can. <laughs> I can't figure this shit out. She's like, yeah, my mom was calling. I said, yeah, Thomas called. I had emails. She texted me in the morning. I had hit up everybody else on the trip. I contacted Ayana. <laughs> She didn't text me back till like a couple days ago. She's like, I'm sorry, I'm just now seeing this. I was like, yeah, because the yoga bitches don't want to be on their phones. They all retreating and shit from life and worries. And I'm like, somebody felt... get on fucking Instagram. Where are the Instagram bitches at? And what happened? Well, I felt so bad because I'm an Instagram bitch. Yeah. When I realized we were going to have no reception and we didn't know that until we had got off the bus. So you got off reception. Until we got, and I was like, I knew we weren't going to have electricity. So I had a portable charger. I had everything Who charged up. go on a no, no electricity trip. But if you, if this was, we, so. And not tell nobody. So what happened was the desert night was only one night, the last night of the trip. And you we, check in. we knew that we weren't going to have electricity. But I had so many portable chargers. I was going to be good. I was like, oh, I'm gravy. So I didn't need to tell nobody anything. But when we actually got there and then they asked for volunteers, they needed two volunteers to sleep in tents. Everybody else had these luxury lodges, but they were like, they only have so many. So we need to, so I volunteered to be in the tent and this other girl volunteered to be in the tent. Bitch, I regretted it as soon as I, because I was like, surely like when we get to the tent, it's going to be a Pinterest tent. It's gonna, no, it was, when I tell you I was scared, it was dark as fuck. There was no electricity. I've never been in such a serene environment. It was so, I never had such solitude sleep. It was so silent. I'm glad you slept well, because we was up all <laughs> night. So I said, let me pull out my iPad, because I need to see this bigger. And it's so funny, because when we, we were at dinner, I told somebody, I was like, I know that my sister is going crazy right now. And I could and I couldn't do anything. I couldn't do anything. As soon well, as I got reception, and we, uh, the embassy was gonna know. I said, I sure, I know that those girls checked in. Somebody in that um, organization group checked in, so they gonna know. So if we contact them and we tell them what's up, that they can tell us. Y'all, I felt so bad. <laughs> I was like, oh my, Kara was like. Hey, is everything okay? Hey, hey, this isn't like... And then my sister was like, we're calling the embassy. And my mom sent an email, this isn't cool, Medina. I was like, mom, you don't even talk like that. What's going on? Because we was worried. <laughs> what, if, was... what if you didn't come back? 
Are your eyes getting juicy? Yes, that oh is scary. God. We were scared. I mean, I was like, I had a moment because I was like, oh my God, y'all love me. And I felt loved. And y'all better have people in your life that love you because that is important. Mm. I love you. No, I was so scared. I was like, it was already a weird day. She even told me about this shit that happened the other day. It, that really had me worried. And I was like, well, hopefully everybody can still have a good time on the trip. You're like, everybody's in good spirits. I was like, oh, those bitches are high on life. Ain't nobody thinking about nothing. You need three more Virgos on the next trip to be the worry wards. Because, no, I would have been checked. Oh, are, what is the reception like? There are maps for that. You can look that up before yeah, you go. I'm really crying. No, I don't think y'all understand. That That's is scary. scary. That is scary. Especially because then people was over there the day before, and then you're in a foreign country. Mm-hmm. I don't speak of no French. And I don't either. And I'm just glad to know that if something did happen, y'all, before it happened, y'all would have already been like... You are not going to be on the... Uh, as a matter of fact, I also need to send you a file and say, in case I go missing file, I'm going to send that to, to you. Because they tell me, <laughs> South Africa, you really do need to be on your P's and Q's. Uh, I, think you'll be, I think you'll be more all right in South Africa. Um... Pop yeah. them tears, bitch. You better do a pack. I got a good um setting spray <laughs> that they made me buy at Sephora. I bought two of them. I put them both on. So at the end of this, I'm going to see how it looks. Um, But um, yeah, Morocco did look beautiful. Bitch. I'm really excited about these spices. I'm really excited about this. And just send me a picture. So you, Saffron, is it something. strictly for rices? I don't know. Okay. I, this shit high. I don't be cooking with it. I just know it has it in stuff. But so I know it's, it's so high and you can't get a lot. That must mean you don't need to use a lot. I don't use a lot. This is probably gonna last me so long. Do you chop it up? Whatever you use, I guess I you know, have I to. I think you put it in the water with the rice, so it kind of extracts the flavor. Oh. I don't think you really need to chop it up. But I'm about to buy a paella pan. I got my dad a paella pan one year for Father's it. Day. I need a house. Can one of y'all buy me a house? Um, but yeah, I, I can't wait to try all this I, stuff. I do want to try harissa chicken. Maybe I'll make it before I go and you can try it. And then I think we should have a cooking night where we both use our tagines because you ordered one. I uh-huh. have one. Let's use our tagines. You, do you know you can do eggs in tagines? Bitch, I had the tagine, everything. I had egg tagine. I had chicken tagine. I like had lamb tagine. I had, or is it what boy? they do is they just take the egg, put it. This is how we had it. They put the egg in the tagine. They surround like it with marin. Mm-mm. Like it's a hard boiled the- egg almost. Okay. But so it's still it, in the shell. It's still. Well, well. When they cook it. When they cook it. But I guess maybe... How did they do... They had they to have cracked do. it then, maybe. You don't have to crack it. Okay. But, well, it... Because when it we whole? got it, it was whole. But the sh- oh, I didn't yeah. have to peel a shell. They might have peeled the shell. Okay. Because I have a little egg cooker. And it doesn't sit in water, but it will boil... Basically boil the egg. And then I just peel it off. Okay. Okay. We. It, I thought it was going to be nasty. And I was like, well, let me just try it. It was eggs surrounded by, um, like, marinara sauce and chunks of tomatoes. It was for breakfast. It was a breakfast dish. Mm. And it was like egg parmesan. They didn't call it that. But that's, that's what it was. It was so good, Kier. And there was spices and onions in it. And mm-hmm. they have this Moroccan bread. It's like a flaky. It's kind of like. Kind of like a tortilla, but flaky. Oh, my God. Like and they the put Indian honey one. on. Oh, my God. That, oh, my I God. I don't know what the Indian one is called, but that shit is good. Because I had made some butter chicken the other day. And I fucked that shit up. None? It wasn't non. Okay. It was another one. It's very. It is so good. The food was so good in Morocco. I just can't even believe that I had that I was blessed to be able to do that and get paid to be there. Like that was just amazing. Um, I could talk about it all day. And I damn. Well, I was blowing money fast in uh, Texas. Um, you were what blowing money fast in Texas? I was not getting paid, but I do want to let y'all know I did go on a couple podcasts while I was out there. Mm. That was fun. I was like, let me actually do some work, connect with the people. It's been a while, so I went on this. Um, podcast with these young ladies that one of my girlfriends connected me to 
And they were so sweet. I didn't realize how much younger they were than me. How much? Um, I don't know, but they're in their mid to late 20s. Mid, mid 20s, I would say. Like 26, 27. And I don't know how old I am. So when I be around them 20-something-year-old bitches, I be looking at them bitches like, bitch. But you know what? When I was talking to them, the podcast is called She Me Her Podcast. And it's three friends. They, um, they used to all live in Texas, I think. But we did the episode like... There were two hosts here, and one person was virtual, so we could see her and hear her, but she just wasn't in the room. She lives in L.A. now. But shout-out to those ladies. Y'all check out the podcast. I posted some links. I'll post something on my page so that you can still see it. Um, but I was like, y'all are so mature. Were they? They were. They were, like, mature. They were well-spoken. They were level-headed. And I was like... You think they were just putting on for the show? No, because I listened to the show before, and then I... I know them through a friend. Well, I met them through a friend, and the friend was vouching for them. I was like, maybe I need to come hang out with y'all because the whole shit I'm doing in Atlanta is not working out. They were like... Were they married people? They weren't married, but they just... They do the the stuff that we should be giving advice to people and telling them to do it this way. You know, we'd be doing it the other way because it's more fun, Mm -hmm. even though it's not healthy. It was just really refreshing to see. And then it makes me wonder, why do y'all men be talking so much shit about the women? Because niggas are the problem. Because I know that we can be the problem. But some of these girls out here have their heads on straight. And it's like, they were all beautiful girls, sweet girls, educated girls. I I don't know. So anyway, did that podcast. Then I did a podcast with some men. Ooh, and Uh, then niggas was nigging. No. I only have positive things to say. So the podcast is called Crew Season. The episode came out today, but when y'all hear it, it's a little later. I think it's like episode 104 maybe, but you'll be able to see me in like the thumbnail. It's Crew Season with a K. So it's four guys on a mm-hmm. podcast. So I was a little Early nervous. Early 20s or our age? Our age. Okay. Um, I was nervous. I'm like, it's going to be four niggas in Texas. Again, well-spoken, level-headed men. I mean, everybody wasn't like they still saying, exist. They well, the one, the main one that was very level headed. He married. Okay. Another one is is dating somebody that must be important. One of them was single. He acted like us. He was cool, and then the other one was married, but he was a joke. Not a joke, like like a jokester. He was really funny. They were all really cool though, but. It was nice to just be around guys who have a podcast because the guys with podcasts, y'all know how I go. Sometimes it's just like, shut the fuck up. Y'all be like, I'm not about to pay for everything, but why you always got to pay for everything and now you a boss bitch, but you ain't really a boss, but bitch, I ain't trying to pay for... Shut the fuck up. It was none of that going on. It was really interesting to just be in this environment with these men who have microphones, who aren't just saying the dumbest shit. Now, I didn't agree with everything everybody had to say, but I... I did appreciate that it's for y'all on the show. And then you have a guest. Nobody was over talking each other. Mm-hmm. It's like everybody's going to say their thoughts. We can agree or disagree and we can all be heard. And that was refreshing because out here in Atlanta, you Folks can't even sit mad. at the you bar. You might get punched in your throat. Yeah, it was just like real cool. So then afterwards, we did this thing called Battle of the Sexes. They're like, oh, y'all don't do that? I was like, we might need to steal it. But no, because we don't really want niggas talking too much because y'all be talking too much already. <laughs> um, but they invite different people. And so they'll have like a a guy and a girl go at the same time. Everybody gets the same like four questions and you just debate it out. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it gets really heated. Sometimes it doesn't. So I stayed for a couple and then I had to go because I had other plans. But, um, yeah, so I went on those two podcasts. That was really fun. I went on, I played, uh, I'm curious to know. With a, a bear? New, a new guy. 
that I met. At dinner or in the bed after you fucked? Or oh, right I didn't fuck him. Oh, okay. um, and we weren't having dinner. We were smoking hookah and drinking. Um, but he was pretty cool. So I met him and we ended up hanging out and we played. Then I went to another place and bitch, I kid you not. I walk in. This girl is on a first fucking date playing the game. Stop lying. Are I'm you not, lying? No. Did you take a picture? She took a picture. Bitch. She didn't tag me. I haven't seen it posted, but I was like, tag me and tag cocktails. But she was on a first date. She didn't see me. I saw her because her back was to me. The man she was with had his, he was facing the door. So I go sit down, another hookah spot. So I'm sitting there, minding my business, ordering my wine, drink my hookah. I was working. And so I looked and I was like, that looks like our game. So I got up and I walked over there. I said, excuse me, what's this game called? I could see it then, so I was feeling confident. She's like, oh, it's I'm curious. Oh, my God! <laughs> ah, I would have been screaming with her. I wish that would have happened when I was already on a date, but whatever, whatever. So, anyway, she's like, yeah, we're playing. She's like, do you want to come play with us? Bitch. Let me go ahead. <laughs> I ain't drunk yet, so no, I'm not coming to play with y'all. You on your first date. You be on your date. What do what I need to be here for? Was he cute? He was. I don't need to be there. Shout out to you, Because I'm trying to take your man. Whoever you but anyway, um, that was really cool to see. Uh, I also went to Louisiana. I ran into a classmate of mine from elementary school when I lived in Louisiana. So I was there for a housewarming. He comes over, and um, his name is Joshua Awusaduka. And he was like, do you remember me? And I was like, how could I forget you with that name, right? But I did forget. I mean, I remember him. So shout out to you. I told him about the show. I was like, you should listen, I guess. Hey, Awusaduka. If you're not too saved. We about to name the episode Awusaduka. <laughs> so he comes to the housewarming and he's like, do you remember me? Blah, blah, blah. It's been so long. I'm like, yeah, it's like, I don't want to say how many years. It's a long time. So anyway, we're chit-chatting or whatever. And I was like, do you remember when we were little and I used to make you crack the acorns? I would make an acorn pie and I would make you eat it. But my acorn you pie- bake it? No, my acorn pie was literally well, like it, it, I made him crack the acorns, mush those bitches up outside, and, and I would put them in the tip. And them do it in Africa. Well, he ain't never been to Africa, I don't oh. think. <laughs> somebody he saw. I'm just saying, he's probably saw somebody. Make Nobody's it. eating that acorn pie, but then that's Not for an squirrels. Acorn pie, but like a nut, he probably was seeing them make cracking some sort of nut and creaming it up. You're prejudiced, anyway. <laughs> Um, so I made it. I was like, eat this because I knew not to eat a fucking acorn. But is it, is it his dumb ass wanted to eat an acorn? Eat the acorn. So I, he was like, yeah, you did make me do that. Blah, blah, blah. So we go on. The, we go <laughs> on. I uses the crust. There was no crust. I just smushed them bitches up in a little tin pan. And I gave it to him like, eat this and tell me what it tastes like. I don't want to eat it because I might die. And he was like, OK. So my aunt walks him out. She comes back. She said, Kiara, that is not the same boy. That's Sean, not, that wasn't Sean tells me that because, you know, we grew up together like sisters. So she was, I said, huh? She was like, that was Jeremy from across the street. <laughs> I said, oh, yeah. She was like, the slow one. So Jeremy, um, I forget his last name. We but didn't talk best. about Joshua Wukasuka. Um, But the other one, Joshua, she was like, you made that boy have memories he didn't have. I said, wow, the power of influence. I think the voodoo is getting in my blood. Not now. you doing root work. <laughs> I didn't do any root work. I was just talking, and he talking about he remembered that shit. Anyway, he's married, and shout out to his wife too. The she slow was really man? Nice. No, not the slow man. I didn't see okay. him. I don't know what happened to him. 
He was somewhere shit. picking acorns, trying to, trying trying to get to your mama to make an acorn pie. Bitch, that nigga's I choking on the that acorn. Was like, yeah, I remember that. You don't remember that. That didn't happen to you. That That's another so little boy sad. story. Wow. Uh huh. Anyway, um, that was great. I'm I'm forgetting what else happened. I'll tell you guys on another episode. But my time home was really good. I'm going right back. I feel you on that. I, uh, we, I don't know where we'll be at when this is posted. Maybe New York. I don't know. We'll be in Philly. Philly, turn oh, up. Oh no, New York. Yeah, or um, leaving New York. Something. I don't know. But the East Coast. I hope. I hope y'all are giving it to us like we need y'all to. Because I'm not gonna lie. I feel like Philly. I thought I was really nervous about Charlotte, but since it's passing, it was an it, it was amazing show. Charlotte uh, was really good. I'm really nervous about Philly. New York. I'm nervous about Philly. I'm good. We're good. We got that in the bag. Philly, I'm really nervous about Philly, and everyone's like, why? What's the difference? The difference is the environment. The difference is you're not sure, like, what... The, and I feel like Philly is what real the energy is going to be. Yeah. I've, like, y'all don't ever want to fucking leave. I don't know nobody who moves to Philly, but people who leave Philly leave for college, and half the time they don't finish because they want to go back. I don't know what that city has on y'all, but it's got a hold on you. Yeah. You don't want to leave. I don't know any Philly music. I'm like, with the lineup of our songs, like, are y'all going to turn up in the crowd if we not playing no Philly music? Because Philly is very Philly. We need to make a playlist. Nia, can you send us a playlist? Do we need to provide Philly cheesesteaks? Like, Hell no. Okay. They can go get their own cheesesteak now. Okay. <laughs> Y'all let us know where we need to get a cheese. I just want to support Philly in any way that I can. I, I don't want no problems. I just want y'all to be here for us. Do we need to have beard oil at the the merch table? Do we need to come out to Meek Mill screaming and hollering at the top of his goddamn lungs? I can't lungs? do it. I hope that's not it. Because we can't do that. We can come out to do some, we like, to... Uh, some Jersey Club music. Because that's right there. I don't they like know that. if we can. But do we like it? And that's the I thing. I think you'll like it. Okay. When you hear it. But okay. we might not know it. But it's not something where you need to rap the words. You just need to come out moving. Okay. I think as long as we shake some ass, y'all know we're from the South and you know what you're getting. You get some Southern bitches coming up there and we're about to do what we do yeah. in your city. So just experience it without having to leave because we know y'all hate fucking leaving Philly. Yeah. Uh. And just enjoy it. And I just want y'all to also know, just put the link in the group chat and bring your friends um, and bring your, bring some niggas. I'm trying to see what the Philly niggas looking like. Yeah, send us some options on where we're supposed to go afterwards. I know. I told one of my friends, I was like, um, remember that time you told me about the... The orgy you got invited to at the bar. Can you invite all those niggas? Do y'all have a group chat? Because that's in the, Philly. Now what the I, exact people y'all need to have there? Here's what I will say: some of the people, people uh, and listeners that I really think when you were talking about seeing the girl play the game, there were so many listeners that came to Paradise and Vibe Retreat in Morocco that didn't tell me that they even came through coffee. I think it's very odd that even after me and Kiki always say, if you see us out, say something. I don't care if I'm on a date. I don't care Have if I'm with my family. <clears throat> That's what I want to know. Come and say something to me, bitch. Now, don't be rude, but, like, come and say something. I mean, when I say rude, coming to say something to me and interrupt me in the middle of a bite is not rude to me. Come and do it. If I'm on a date, come and do it. When I say rude, I mean, if you... I, did I tell you I was on the train? And um, I was coming back from the airport and this girl was like, you that bitch from Temptation Island on the train. Did I tell you that? No. Here, I thought I was going to have to fight for my life. And, on and the train? On the fucking Marta like, bitch. You that same motherfucker from Glenwood. Yeah, it was mm -hmm. just like that in that tone and everything. And I was like, I didn't even know people like you watch Temptation Island, the way that she said it. And I was like, bro, she, <laughs> she said she didn't like me. 
And I was like, I, I like, I've, I don't really be fighting, but like, don't get, if I got to defend myself, I'm going to fight for my life. And so, but she ended up sitting down and she was like, can we take a picture? I really did like you. And I was like, okay, bitch, you came off really aggressive. <laughs> like, I was real nervous. But a lot of people that came on the trip didn't tell me that they came through. It was weird. I was like, what? Why would you not say something? I ended up be, me having to like pull it out of people. Like, tell me how you learned about this. Some people come up and they're like, I, I, I heard you say. It. Yeah, and some tell me so I can keep my job, bitch. Yeah, so many people did. I was like, why would you not do that? I had a point that I was going to, and I forgot. Mm, the listeners, well, whatever. Um, it's the commercial. I have been. Mm-hmm. I have been enjoying meeting y'all. I met a lot of people. I also made us some new friends. You did us? Mm-hmm. There's some niggas. Mm-hmm. Made us some new friends while I was going. I mean, when I was working. There is an event in Houston that I didn't know about. What's it called? It's not Henny Palooza, but it's one of those type of things. So I meet this guy, hanging out with him and his friends, and um, he was telling me about it. Unfortunately, it's um, this Saturday, like literally this Saturday. So when y'all hear this, the event will have passed. Oh. But it's like a festival type of thing, and is it a is it a car show concert? It's not here. It's in oh, Houston. Okay. It's not a car show, but it's just like a festival. It's like a party. They have all kinds of stuff. It's like a big deal. So anyway, I was like, well, maybe next year we can do something together. We'll definitely stay in touch. I'm trying to work on being better at maintaining business relationships. And it's just hard because I'm going to tell y'all straight up. When I meet somebody that's about their business and they're attractive, I be wanting to fuck because that's attractive to me. And it's like, I can't do that, you know? So luckily, well, it doesn't matter. I ain't fuck that man. That's going to be a good business relationship for us. I met a couple of other people uh, since you've been gone. And I was like, you know what? Maybe we can't do anything this year, but we can think for the future. And, yeah. I feel and it. the guys from Cruise Season, they're coming here, but I think you'll be gone. When? What's the date? It's in the beginning of August. I have to oh. um, check the exact dates. But I was like, well... We be in Houston all the time. <laughs> all the time. Maybe if we <laughs> could just coordinate a day, maybe we can do something together. Because they were really cool. I think you would like them. Oh, that's good. That's maybe good. not all of them at the same time, because that's too many people for us. But we can break that shit up. Mm-hmm. Into multiple episodes. And we do like to have um, testosterone. We, I love a little testosterone. Mm-hmm. In the mm. Not in no bitches, because bitches get a little testosterone. We were supposed to have a real topic, but I guess it's just us yeah, today. We'll just we can save, save it for that next for the next time. one. But I have one other thing. Okay, so I think I mentioned this on an episode before, where it's like when somebody texts you um, that they went and got tested, like for STDs, and mm-hmm. they, well, they tell you that they're going to do it. <clears throat> and then after they do it and they get the results, they text them to you. So someone did that to me before and he texted me the results we were here recording and I just saw screenshots of like official looking documents so I was like the only reason he texted me is because he got some shit and he didn't want to tell me and so he just wanted to make sure that I knew that he had it uh-huh and responsible so that I that's what I was thinking. That's not what happened. He just oh. texted me the results. He knew I was recording. I was like, well, I got them, so I just wanted to send them to you. Everything was negative, so everything was fine for him. There was no... But I was like, Is don't you ever... supposed to do? I don't be sending my don't results. Don't text me. <laughs> Unless you, I ask you, you for scared. proof. You were scared. You were like... Yes, I was scared, because the first thing I saw was HIV. Then my phone had started doing that spinning circle of death. And the phone was dying. I said, this is an omen. It's over for me. I don't... Oh, Lord. And this... <sighs> 
by him, I'm like, oh, this is the end. Now we're going to be together I forever. I told you that is one of my worst fears. The so, baby daddy option or not knowing who well, he is. Baby daddy and HIV is very different. Um, but they have a lot of options for people with HIV now that can, you know. It's, well, yeah. luckily, I don't have to worry about okay. that. <laughs> but it happened again. So, but this this one was Maybe a little just different. Texting. I don't do that. When I go get tested, I don't feel the need to send out a group te- a mass text of like, "Hey guys, you're good." No, nigga, you if you got questions, ask me. <laughs> I'm not just sending you shit. So this one wasn't STD, but that's just what I assume. So this guy, he texts me and he sends me like a long message, and then it had like images attached. So I I I didn't know where my phone was. I had my Apple Watch on, so I see a little glimpse of the image. It looks like medical paperwork. I said, oh, Lord, here we go again. We back at it, right? So I see that. It say something. Then I'm, like, trying to look at the text messages. It ain't going to show me the whole thing. Usually Siri will read it when she feels like it in my ear. She wasn't reading it. And I'm scrolling, like, what is this long thing? All I saw was positive. And I said, oh! Siri said, bitch, I can't even break it to you. She was like, such and such sent a long message. That's what Siri said. Well, not she, he, because my Siri is a black man. Mine is a white woman. Oh, mine is a black man. They have an African. How you know he black? It's the African American voice. On, it's number <laughs> what three. What does it sound like? Samuel L. Jackson? No, it sounds like Christian. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um. So anyway, um, he texts me this. Yo, so I'm Christian like, I gotta find the engineer. Uh, yeah, he's our engineer. Um, I had to like swipe it. I'm trying to ping my phone, look for my phone, look for my phone, like panicking, right? So I find the phone. So I'm like, God damn, fuck this nigga. I knew I should have never fucked him. I knew I had an itch. So I open the messages. I see something. I'm like, what the fuck is this? I can't read no picture. What do these words say? So I'm just so upset. I couldn't even read it good. I had to sit down and calm down and like breathe, bitch. Then I had to get a shot because I was like, my nerves are bad. My my hands are shaking. What is positive? Because I ain't never seen no tests like this. What what kind of shit do you have? This is giving herpes vibes. That's just what I what I was thinking. Um, and they don't have a lot of that. I mean, they got a few things to protect from outbreak. But once that bitch starts itching, I mean, I don't know. What do y'all do? Anyway. Scratch it. This nigga had COVID. Now, thank you for telling me. And thank you for letting me know. I already got on the plane at this point. But he was like, hey, you know, I was feeling bad, blah, 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 blah. I told, he told me that already. He was like, um, but I went ahead and got a COVID test today and it came back positive. And I just wanted to let you know. So if you are having symptoms, then you should get tested too. Blah, blah, blah. I closed that text message. I don't know what the fuck the rest of it said. But I was like, nigga, don't be scaring me about that. And I said, well, I'll take me a little test and I'm going to find out if I got it. I took my test. Mine was negative. I said, and that's why your ass need to be vaccinated. I feel like, and so many people are going to be so mad. I feel like if you never got COVID, God really loves you. Like you're like his one of his favorites. Why would anybody be mad about that? Because if you did get COVID, you not. He don't really <laughs> like you like that. And I just feel like there were so many moments what? where I should have got COVID. I was around people. I never got COVID. And I just feel like God really fucks with me. And but I don't I know why really he don't thinking. fuck with y'all, but that nigga really fuck with me. Let me tell y'all something. The way I was all up in that man, and he was all up in me. And if you didn't Ain't get COVID, no God way. really is fucking he with you. He had COVID, and I did not. The only thing that protected me was God and the vaccine. If that's the message you need to be, because, and, baby, the saying, bodily fluids were swapped. But you saying the vaccine, and it probably is a vaccine, but I like to look at it like you are God's bestie. I'm that nigga's homeboy. Don't be calling God a nigga now. That nigga know me. D- does he? <laughs> nigga, 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 don't believe me. Just Obviously watch. not. All right, moving on. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that shit scared me. Can y'all stop texting? 
test results to people. Call. Um, just call and be like, hey, or or just make it clear. Don't send no paperwork through the text. Don't Maybe send a text message and then when they respond, send the proof. You're right. But actually email it if you're going to do all that so I can make sure these are real documents and you wasn't Photoshopping shit. I know that's because right. Because Thomas Photoshopped a Facebook status of me today. We have a running joke that I can't cook because he's the one who can't. Um, <laughs> and he he made this thing that was like, oh my God, I had some ground beef. Something is wrong with the ground beef down here in the bayou. Uh, <laughs> that's what he be bayou. calling the deep south, the bayou. <laughs> I ate my own tacos and got so sick. I was like, bitch, stop photoshopping shit about me. Anyway. I would love to see that. Please send it. Okay. I don't know if we should drop in weird sex, but break to it. Oh, I forgot about weird sex. We can <laughs> skip it this week. Skip it? Okay. Um, and we're going to skip our topics and we'll bring it back in another week. Yeah, we can go to advice. Yeah, we're going to go to advice. And this one is titled, I want my best friend. Help. Ooh. Hey, Kiki and Medina. Before Hello. I tell... Hey. Or this might be a guy. Before I tell y'all about my shallow problems, I just want to say I love y'all. This has been my favorite podcast for years now. And I've been a listener since day one. Thank Thank you. you. Keep being great. Anyways, I want my best friend so bad. But I don't want her. But I don't want her want her. Oh, I don't want her want her. I just want to fuck her. Hmm. This is a nigga. Y'all, my best friend is bad as fuck. And every time I get in a relationship, my bitches start acting funny after they meet her. Granted, me and my best friend are a tad inappropriate with one another in person, but it's very surface. I think they're intimidated by how she looks because they know I have a type and that she's it. All my bitches are uh, stems. That means this is a gay thing. Mm -hmm. LOL, don't ask. Me and my bestie have nothing going on, but sometimes I wish we did. All her hoes are straight trash. And she put the throw up emoji. Like they really don't deserve her. And the sex she tells me, uh, she the, the sex she tell me, tells me she has is subpar at best. I'm sure if we ever fucked, it wouldn't be once or six times. Mm? <laughs> you drunk. Okay. I'd have her the same way I have all these other chicks. But this is my best friend in the whole wide world. I really want her body, but I don't want to ruin what we've built. I don't even get drunk around her anymore because I'm afraid of what I might say or do. I need advice on how to cope and move past these desires or advice on how to actually do this without ruining our friendship. Thanks, you guys. Drew. <clears throat> Bitch, I don't know. You don't do it. If, I or you, if you got to fuck her that bad, you fuck her and this friendship is going to be ruined. Maybe not immediately, but eventually. Unless she feel the same way. I mean, will you flirt with her? Does she flirt back? Right. I wonder that. I, I wonder that too, actually. Like, does because she Because maybe that? she thinks that you're not interested. But I also feel like when friends, best friends at that, and the way you described it and tried to put so many LOLs, I left the LOLs out, but you put so many LOLs, bitch. Like, which is not you even funny. You wasn't laughing. Yeah. You was blushing. You, yeah. I, I feel like, don't do it. Don't do it. I feel like the, the, the mystery feels way better than what the actual sex would be. When well, you are so anxious to fuck somebody, it's typically not even what, not that it's ba- going to be a bad experience, but you have, you've, you've worked it up so much and you're, you it's not going to be even what you just, it's almost like heroin. Like the next time you, what you know about heroin? <laughs> <laughs> I know what it's people almost say. When like I tell heroin, you I've watched me? so what is, what's that show where they bring the people in front of you and they be like, you need to stop doing this. And everybody writes a letter. 
Intervention? Intervention. I know enough to know that niggas be leaving their whole families for it. So it's like... You were just talking like you knew firsthand the feeling. I'm not saying, now hold on, where's my purse? No, I, n- I know you will write the embassy, bitch. I never have done <laughs> heroin, no but the I'm people that <laughs> do the heroin, they be really... don't just. I feel like just don't even tap into that, bitch. I know that it's hard, but just... Just just keep this mystery going. Keep flirting. Keep doing the things. Keep not drinking around her. Just keep it always at bay. And when one day when y'all are 89 years old, if you just have to fucking eat some dry pussy, then do it then. Don't do it now because it's going to ruin the whole relationship. Well, let me tell you something. If it was me, I would play it cool and wait for her to make a move. And if she did, well, then it's game time. I don't know. I think... Uh, and that's bad advice. Don't listen to me. But I'm just telling you what I would actually do. I would just sit back and wait and wait and wait. Because I have been on the other side of that, not with another girl, but the guy friend. And it was like, okay, well, once you do this, well, here I go. Mm-hmm. That's toxic. Don't do that. But that that's what will happen on the other side. And the sex may be good, but that'll the friendship never be, will be lost. That will never be your girlfriend. Ever. Mm-hmm. She'll keep stringing you along. Okay. Next one. Uh oh. I scrolled too far. Okay. Um, hi, Kiki and Medina. It was so good to see you ladies at the live show. Y'all were amazing and can't wait for the next one. So, my boyfriend and I have been together for about three years. He's an amazing man, and I see myself spending the rest of my life with him. Every relationship has its ups and downs, but it's definitely been more ups than anything. Yesterday, we were talking, uh, we were taking pictures off his phone. And a text came up from Tamika. We didn't read Oh, Tamika, bitch. Who the fuck is Tamika? Mm, that bitch. Anyway, unfortunately, I didn't get to read the whole text, but I definitely seen the word sex in the message. I didn't read this. I probably read the email and remember it. Okay. That has to be it. Okay. He didn't know I see it. Uh, he didn't know I saw it, though. So I played it cool until we got to his place. I brought it up, and he told me that Tamika was a lady he used to... T- talked to before we were together apparently they stayed in contact for the past three years that we've been together of course i was upset about it and jumped in the shower to clear my head after my shower i decided to ask him to see their text y'all he said he deleted them of course he did um i asked him why and he said he didn't want to make it worse and also told me he will stop communication with her so it's what you thought it was side note he stated she doesn't live in georgia anymore as much as we catch flights, does that matter to you? Ask yourself that. Um, as as much as I want to believe him, it does seem very suspe- suspicious. It should. How should I handle this situation? How can I prove it if he deleted the text? I can't believe we would ever be in this situation. Thanks so much, ladies. Well, first of all, you better believe it. Second, um, how can you prove it if he deleted the text? You can't. Unless he isn't an iPhone, does he have another Apple device? go on there because if he deleted it from his phone it's still gonna be on his ipad do you need to watch your computer messages it links okay well i did so you know you gotta trace some steps when you delete the photos you gotta go deleted images that's where you need to go to the hidden photos folder i love that that was her advice she said let me give the story but this is what i really just want to know how can i prove if you probably can't prove it Maybe just catch him in a lie. You know what? DJ Envy's wife said that she told him she knew what the fuck was up and she had the evidence, she had the proof, and he confessed and she didn't have shit. Try that. Mm. 
Oh, I've done that multiple times with niggas. I I, I caught a... a... Say, I caught my friend. She's a Virgo, so you know she knows. And that's going to scare him because niggas hate Zodiac signs. Okay? My nigga went on a trip with Mandy and some of her friends, and he ended up fucking one of the other friends. I didn't know anything about it, but I knew that something happened because there was a moment in time when I, there was just some absence. And I was like, Mandy told me what the fuck happened. I know what happened. I didn't know. She didn't tell me anything. Yeah, I didn't know. Yeah, because Mandy's not the person that's going to tell. Never. Unfortunately. She's not going to tell. But, bitch, I snitched and on some lies. And I told a whole lie and said that I knew everything. I gave break. I gave details. I And I was just brave in my face. Like, I know that you've... And he ended up telling me what actually happened. I was like, you're going to do this with my with, in front of my friends? I, I, I that's was so an, embarrassing. I was so... I was like, I'm so fucking embarrassed. I can't believe you would do this to me. Like, woo, woo, woo. I, I, bitch, sometimes you just got to play a role. Print some scripts out if you have to. Baby Boy is my favorite. It was a lot of cheating and stuff going on in there. Like, just take Maybe some... Waiting of, to Exhale. Take some of the verbiage from Waiting to Exhale and Baby Boy and just g- put it together and he, you're going to get the truth. And play the city girls while you're practicing. Mm-hmm. And you got to really practice. Because I had to practice. I was in the bathroom. I was like, nigga, I know you fucking... And I was like, have my finger going at everything. I was like... Were y'all on FaceTime or this was in person? <laughs> Once you really did it, it not, was a during, little bit of not both. during rehearsal. It was a little bit of both. It, oh, okay. it didn't happen right away. There was, it takes you a gotta, couple of months. You got to like, lay the plan out. Yeah, you have to, you have to keep dropping little nuggets of like, I know like you I, did something. And I tried to give you a chance. Yeah, I kept saying stuff, trying to give you a chance to tell me the truth and you still fucking playing in my face. Yeah. Do you want me to call the people on you? <laughs> Do you want me to tell your business? Because, because now I you will. Got me upset. And if you I got my friend show. involved, and like you got me looking stupid in front of my friends. And, and I now really, they all talking shit. And I don't even want to bring it up because and you know she got a podcast. And you got to drop about me on there. Shed some tears. You're gonna be like, and I can't believe you would do this to me and embarrass I just, me I like call this. You back. I, I you know what? Fuck you. I'm and I need a minute to meditate because I can't. I'm not about to do this with you. I've come to a really great space in my life. I can't do this. You gotta really act if you want to do. If you are really wanting you to, to do get it, in the role, you gotta get in the role. You can't do some shit where you're trying to get a 24 hour response. You know he's gonna be stuttering. Yeah, he's not gonna be able to state his case because he's gonna lie. And he's gonna lie or tell the truth, but his lie is gonna sound like a lie. He like. And when the lie sounds like a lie, that's why I say it took a course of like four months for me to get the actual truth. God damn, bitch. No, we need to get on this faster track than that. Four months. He could have a whole other baby on the way. That bitch could be four months pregnant by then. If you want the real truth, you gotta gotta stretch it out because you do have to drop little nuggets of information that you know. I could have been friends with the whole girl that was fucking here. I am. Oh. Bitch, that nigga told on himself, and I was just looking like, and he was, thought I was so done, and I was like, and I am, but I wasn't. I was like, nigga, yeah, I already no. knew four months ago. I'm they, over it now. Yeah. All right, well, um, <laughs> thank you for sending that in. Thank uh, you, thank you. Do we I have time for cocktails? You, you just do one. Okay. Um, I hope that you um get what you need out of life. And from this nigga, write us back and tell us how the conversation goes. Even if we don't read it on the show, I just want to know. I'm invested now. And if you need more help, just send us another email. Okay, this is a short cocktail, and we'll just say we had planned for this episode for another one. Okay, so this one is my first MMF. Male, male, female, threesome, I'm assuming. Hey, ladies. 
Long-time listener, first-time cocktail sender. For the sake of possibly sending in more cocktails, I will go by Malik. That's so weird because it's my brother's name, and he acts, he actually has a showcase coming up on July 6th. You guys should come. The link is in my bio. Um, the he has F, a showcase coming up when? On July 6th. Oh. The F in this story is uh, my wife, who I will call Layla. Me and my wife opened our marriage up in 2019. I wonder how that conversation went. When she told me she was bi. Okay. The other guy, who I will call Mike, is somehow, oh, is someone we met while we were actively looking for couples to meet and have fun with. He is single now, but was married when we met him. His wife was like, nigga, fuck you. I'm not about to fuck Nicole and them. This past Halloween, we had a Halloween party and invited some friends and, and Mike. We were all smoking and drinking late into the night, so I'm feeling fantastic. And of course, thinking about the fantastic sex I'm going to have with my wife. During the party, I got a text from my wife saying she was so horny and that she played with her pussy while she was in the bathroom. I was hype, of course. Then she texts to ask if Malik could stay after. Apparently, they were flirting over text. I didn't have a problem with it because I know his and her intentions aren't nothing more than friends with benefits. I said, sure, he could stay. Everyone was going home around this time. So when it was just us, I said, well, Mike, Layla wants to be spit roasted. So let's get to it. What's that? Um, like just it's spitting like, on somebody? No, ma'am. It's like if, if you were the man and there's another man right here, mm. he would be fucking me and I would be sucking your dick. So it's like, you know, if a if an animal was on a spit roast, like over the fire, mm -hmm. like a rotisserie chicken. Why do you know that? Why don't you know that? We've been doing a sex podcast for 27 years. <laughs> Bitch, spit roast it? Yes, that is common. <laughs> Y'all clean these. You spit roasting the shit. <laughs> That's crazy. But then, you don't be listening when the kinky people come. You're just like, oh, wow, that's so interesting. And then the information's like in one ear, out the next. Next episode, well, bitch, I had never heard of that before. Because I mean, never about, did it. I never did it. Are you sure? I'm positive. You know, one dick is already damn near too much for it's, me. But it is. My pussy hurts. Mm -hmm. We get upstairs to the bedroom and it jumped off. She was between both of us. So I kissed her lips and he was kissing her neck and back. Then she grabbed both our dicks and was alternating. <laughs> not funny. I don't know why I'm laughing. What happened? <laughs> I just thought about me telling a nigga that I'm fucking with this story. He'd be like, bitch, fuck you. I'm not doing this. Okay. <laughs> then she grabbed both our dicks and was alternating sucking us both. Honestly, I was, I was like watching her in action. I, I like watching her in action. Then I let Mike get some pussy first because I wanted as much head as I could get. We took turns fucking her. And at some, at sometimes I even stopped just so I could rest. My wife did a great job a great job tending to us both and making sure neither one of us was feeling left out. She came a few times and then she said she was tired. So then Mike got his and left and I got mine afterwards. Never thought I would ever be involved in the MMF, but I don't mind now that I've done it and I can trust the other guy. Sorry this was long. Signed, ain't no fun if the homies can't have none. <laughs> was a good one and i'm glad that he wrote it in, yeah not the wife. um yeah so to the ladies who are always trying to figure out how to do it you just need to get you an open-minded nigga mm -hmm. he said he had a good time i've never done it um i've never done it and i'm almost positive any nigga that i'm fucking with currently would not even be open to it so maybe you need new nigga if i brought a nigga <laughs> and was like we all gonna fuck mike he would whoop mike's ass immediately I bet Mike was fine. I uh, know Mike was. Mike's and Chris's I was thinking are about always one of, fine. Mm -hmm, I was thinking about both of mine. Ooh. <laughs> Never mind. Anyway, <laughs> y'all, thank you so much for listening to the show. 
Thank you guys so much for all of your support. Next time, well, not next time, time after next, it's our 300th episode. Ah! It has been so many years of doing this show. We have traveled to different cities. We've collaborated with so many people, had so many different guests. That's crazy. That's crazy, <sighs> bro. That's crazy. So with hearing And y'all that- are just think- listening to us talk shit about our lives. That is wild. And y'all really fuck with us and we fuck with it. And we appreciate y'all so much. If after listening to 300 episodes, you are not a patron, just stop listening. Well, no. Okay. <laughs> Don't. Maybe the budget is tight. <laughs> That's all right. Keep listening. Because we're going to keep trying to bring it to you and tell a friend to tell a friend. If you can't get on Patreon, that's okay. Just please tell 10 friends. And if you don't have 10 friends, tell everybody mm-hmm. and your mama too. Mm-hmm. Thank you guys so much. We appreciate you. Um, Make until sure you... next week. And then follow us on Instagram. We are at Cocktails Podcast. I'm at Kiki Said So. I'm at Coffee Bean Bean. And until next week, you guys, goodbye. goodbye. I'm sorry, but the person you called has a voice mailbox that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Goodbye. Bye. Mailbox that has not been set up yet. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Thank you.